Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Well, good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and this is Rosalind Jordan Mills here at T25CL Galaxy Talk Radio here at Rosalind's Corner, and I know there's so many people that are looking at the debate right now, so if I don't have any callers, well, that's all right, I understand, because we need to see what's going on with this nation of ours and to see exactly what these leaders are trying to give to the people. I mean, I was looking at the debate just a minute ago before the show began, and of course, you know, we look at everything that's taken place uh, with Hillary, with uh, Donald uh, Trump, and um, the debate, you know, started out, you know, pretty cordial, but then it, it, of course, it always does. It heats up, and you know, you get with the words war war of words uh, between the two, um, and so many same topics, same thing that's coming up again: the taxes and the women and the lies and the this and the that. Need to get to key issues when we talk about this country. Um, but they finally did get down to some key issues, notwithstanding, they still was, you know, at each other, you know, and that, that Donald, he was, he was at it, and, you know, Hillary, you know, was getting back. But uh, key issues that they were talking about, number one, the Second Amendment, the right to bear arms. They were talking about abortion. They were talking about immigration. Hillary wants amnesty while Trump wants to put that wall up. He wants to get that wall up and get, you know, drug dealers out, which we understand that part of the aspect. But, you know, when you look at immigration, you want he wants to gather up all these undocumented uh, people and ship them out of the United States, which would be massive. He'd have to have every train, boat, bus, car, truck, whatever you want to think of, trying to haul all these people out of the United States. Where Hillary wants to have amnesty. She wants to have a way for these people to have a gateway into getting citizenship. Of course, she says she's about, you know, not having open border, but to have the continued border patrol, um, which, you know, we see they have a a tough, uh, tough uh, job on their hands because they have, you know, the underground tunnels that they've discovered with uh, the drugs coming over here in the United States. Um, Of course, all the drug lords and everything that's going on, you see how this drug lord who was captured 
put in a jail, okay? And then when he was captured and put in a jail, here he is in jail, which we know can always happen, that you can have influence on the outside. The judge who put him there was murdered. He was assassinated, okay? So, uh, wow, uh, you think about all these things that's going on in this country, in Mexico, and in Haiti. Haiti, which is one of the poor, which is the poorest country in the hemisphere, is um, stating by Trump that they hate Hillary. I'm sorry. They hate Hillary. But on the other hand, Hillary's saying, you know, she's got the Clinton Foundation has brought millions and millions of dollars into Haiti to help them to, you know, recover from the vast hurricanes and earthquakes. So when you think about that that's going on, you really want to sit back and say, well, what can we really view as a people as to what's going on between these two candidates and their uh, experience? Um, The experience with Hillary, of course, she's been into uh, the political arena for over 30 years. Uh, Of course, Donald Trump has never been in in the arena, Um, but his is more on economics. Of course, he has the economic leverage when when it comes to business and, you know, how he has been able to build with his billions and his dad's billions. Um, But when we talk about the issues at hand, um, we talk about the, the 11 million undocumented people here in the United States. Hillary wants to give a gateway to them for citizenship. Of course, they would have to prove themselves. Also, with these Syrians that's coming in, of course, there will be a vetting, a a process of them, you know, being found worthy to come into our borders, to come into the United States. Um, There is a two-year process uh, for them to go through, them and their families to go through, to get here in the United States. So, you have all these things that's going on uh, with this country uh, and with these uh, candidates who, you know, have a, uh, a great task in hand, they talked about the economy. Um, Hillary was talking about uh, more government spending, you know, uh, lowering the taxes and, and, and helping to grow the economy uh, while Trump wants to uh, raise the taxes um, and do other things with when you talk about uh, the economy of the of the United States, um, they want to implement programs um, for just like for Hillary, she's talking about equal pay for women um, and to tax and not to raise taxes for individual homes or individuals who um, make under two hundred thousand dollars. So you have that. Then you have Trump, who who just wants to go all out and uh, you know get those taxes raised uh, for everybody and to you know whatever his implementation is to get um, uh, everything going so far as his 
uh, incentives are regarding building this nation. But, you know, I was um, also going into um, what they were talking about. They, they really, uh, Trump really hates President Obama. Uh, his view on President Obama say that it's shameful what he's been doing. He says that uh, President Obama has bringing in, been bringing in millions, hundreds of thousands, if not millions, refugees into these United States. How true that is, um, we don't know. Um, of course, um, Hillary brought up, um, you know, the uh, releasing of Trump's taxes because we don't know about his spending, about his foundation, what he's uh, done for these United States so far as being that foundation to help the needy. Um, of course, he still has not released those taxes. Uh, which we've heard from uh, different tax lawyers that he can release them now, but he chooses not to. So there you go. Um, you have uh, different issues going on. Uh, WikiLeaks. <laughs> WikiLeaks, okay? Um, Hillary says that uh, with WikiLeaks, there's things going on that they – you know the the, uh, the the leaks of the emails and you know everything that's going on. You know with the Russians, they, assuming that the Russians are tapping in uh, to what's going on uh, regarding the leaks of emails and you know government information being you know uh, uh, uncovered and all you know the espionage you might say that's going on within this nation. Uh, tapping in, thinking that it's the uh, Russians, okay? Uh, we, we don't know. I'm not a techie. I don't know, you know, the ins and outs. Uh, I'm sure there's thousands of people who do and have their view on it, okay? Uh, but I, if you do, I would love for you to call in here at T25CL at www.T25CL. Come on and log in to Roslyn's Corner, or you can call in, okay? Call in with your, your opinions and what you think. Uh, what's going on with the campaign or your views on what's going on within this nation, be, about the economy, about abortions, about the Second Amendment, the right to bear arms, you know. Uh, do people need to be walking around with Uzis? Huh? Uh, do they need to be walking around with that kind of, you know, weaponry? Um, give us your opinion. What do you think? Um, the right to bear arms? You know, we all say, you know, we have that, that right, of course, but would you carry a gun? Um, with all that's going on in this nation today, we can say, well, you know what, I need to defend myself, my family, and my possessions. You know, I'm not going to let anybody come in here and steal what I have or try to take my life. Um, then you have those who say, I'm not going to bear arm. I'm not going to carry no gun, you know. It, it it just um, delivers more violence. People know you got a gun today. They're going to come back with a gun to shoot you. you know? So we all have those kind of, uh, of opinions. Everyone has a right to their own opinion. Of course you do. You have a free will. This is a free nation. Well, we are a free nation that it came out of price. Okay? Let's put that out there. Um, but... We also was talking about the evangelicals and the Christians and how that was, how this presidential race and everything that's taken place, how it's impacting 
the evangelicals and the Christian community. Um, you're you're going to ask the questions. Why do evangelicals prefer Donald Trump to Clinton? Um, some people say that cracks have appeared in the evangelical support for Donald Trump over uh, you know different issues here. Um, we have individuals who have uh, brought up their opinions uh, regarding Trump. Okay. Um, uh, author Max Lucado warned evangelicals against Trump. Okay, uh, need to need to look at the path, chart the path of Donald Trump and Hillary. You know, and the and the road that must be taken. You have to re- realize what's going on there. Okay, then you have um, there are some that have the deepest disgust for Hillary that drives. So many evangelicals, which, you know, some people say, it drives so many, uh, you know, evangelicals to support Trump, okay? Um, There was a popular author and uh, speaker, her name was Rachel Held Evans, uh, says she understands why evangelical Christians have a deep aversion to Hillary Clinton. It is in the air Evans breathes as a child of conservative Christians in Tennessee in the 90s. And you got to realize Tennessee is right there in that Bible Belt, okay? She grew up to, you know, vilify Clinton, she said, because, well, that's what evangelicals did. But she says, I was at a Christian uh, apologetics conference, and every time her name would come up, everyone would boo, she said, Okay. And this is Evans, who is known for you know provoking the evangelicals on a hot button issues like you know science and gender and theology. Uh, so she, so this person said a friend, a friend of mine said Christians aren't allowed to say the say the B word, but they make uh, you know they they make an exception for Hillary. You know she was the first woman I, that he said that I remember being described as as you know that uh, what she called a feminazi. Okay. Uh, many Americans are surprised by evangelicals that support Trump, who has the backing as many as 71% of white evangelical Protestants in his bid for the presidency. And this is according to the latest Washington Post, okay? But then, you know, there's the news uh, um, uh, about, you know, the political scene where Trump offers white, okay, white evangelicals at least the possibility that if elected, he would stand up for their values. But stronger for many of these voters than their preference for Trump is their deep and abiding dislike of Hillary, okay? So you have all these issues going on, all right, with the evangelicals. But then you say, why do the evangelicals support Trump over Clinton, okay? Why do they support Trump? Or even why do they support either one when both of them are so, you know, what they say, odious? You know, and, and people have their views, okay? And we have to think about their views. What are their views here? So when you look at it, evangelicals are such, what they say, an enigma and so poorly understood that both the New York Times and the Daily Beast recently published articles that say opposite things about them. 
Okay, they are at once a, a boon of Republicans because they're because they're often rally, you know, often rally and vote in droves, and a mockery to the Democrats who view them as nothing more than an unstable crutch, you know. But then you have say this in the in the latest batch of you know documents and this with the WikiLeaks. You know, the emails of him, Hillary Clinton, you know, spokeswoman Jennifer Palmieri, uh, Clinton campaign chairman uh, John Podesta, and Center for American Progress uh, fellow John Hobson showed Palmieri and Hobson joking about, you know, the marginalizing both evangelicals and Catholics. Although Podesta doesn't respond to the thread uh, and the the, the Clinton campaign and the claims of the emails, they say that they're all bogus and all this kind of stuff. But Democrats have often looked down on people of faith unless they're necessarily for political gain. And you have people with these opinions, okay? But you, you think about this. Why is it an evangelical? You know, what, what is an evangelical anyway? You know, but people have all these questions. What, what is it anyway? Why would your opinion matter? But it should matter because of what's going on in this nation, okay? Ladies and gentlemen, you're here at T25CL, Galaxy Talk Radio, here at Rosalind's Corner, and I am one-on-one with my listeners. I know you're listening out there, and people are just wondering what's going on within this nation and what's going on with this presidential race, okay? Um, But let's see. Let's look at some other things that they were talking about when we talk about this presidential race and um, what's going on between these two people, okay? Um, and I just want to give a give a, a, a really a, a heartfelt condolence. We'll take a side note here for the great worship leader, Thomas T.C. Clay, who recently passed here on the 17th. They had found him in his hotel room um, on the that morning um, after doing a show that previous night, uh, worship leader, phenomenal worship leader. I mean, I had a friend of mine who Facebooked me on uh, on my page uh, commenting on something that I had said or posted, and I went to their page, you know, because I haven't visited them for a while, and I saw this young man on there, and they said, you know what, you need to see this video, and it said, rest in peace, Thomas. T.C. Clay. I said, rest in peace. Oh, my God. So I listened to this phenomenal, phenomenal song by this young man. And I listened to it, and I listened to it, and I listened to it. And as a Christian, I love worship. I love singing. I love music. And when I heard this young man sing his song, um, it says you are so holy, um, and he did it on a, a you know a medley of different old time gospels, and it was phenomenal. But unfortunately, God took him on home, and they said he he fell asleep and he didn't wake up. He woke up in the arms of his Almighty God. So um, we just want to give out a shout out to his family, condolences to his wife and child. And we pray that God gives them, you know, the the comfort that they need at this time. Okay. So uh, let's go back to what we were talking about here because uh, uh, the debate is probably still going on or they're wrapping wrapping it up. 
Um, but, you know, we, we look at other issues here. And, and let's see, uh, what, what what issues would you want to really, you know, tap into? Uh, why uh, do, you know, you know, people of color want to support either of these candidates? Why do people of color? Okay, let's let's get that question out there. You know, I, I think people need to ask that question. Why do people of color, or you know, do, do they expect to to uh, to support them? Okay, so now let's see there. Let's see. Because you know me, I like to Google and see what's going on. Because you get most of the information here, okay? And like I said, it says Donald Trump can't see people of color as they are, okay? Uh, it says that, uh, you know, he's going through all this, you know, um, um, what you mean, uh, what, what would you call it? Uh, going through the motions uh, of trying to get his, his uh, help across. Uh, to the people of color trying to get the support out there, okay? Um, but I know I was talking about uh, uh, something I, I came across uh, last week when we when we talked about, um, you know, what he is, you know, standing for and how people, you know, think about the people who are, are supporting him. Uh, and then think about the people who are supporting Hillary, okay? There's two sides to this coin, okay? Um, but let's go here and, and wonder and, and, and pose the question. And you know what? I would love for you to call in. Call me here at, at uh, T25CL, okay? So um, I want to just uh, lift this up here because I know you probably just heard that voice. But why do people support him or support Hillary? Okay? Um, but let's see. Here are 13 examples of Donald Trump being a racist. Well, well, all right. That's been said of him so many times, you know, uh, of him being a racist. But, uh, you know, we just want to give the man, uh, what, his due. But uh, they said that uh, he failed to disavow the KKK in late February. But he'll have you know that he's not a racist, okay? He claims to be the least racist person that you could ever meet. And last summer, he pulled out uh, the old standby about not having a racist bone in his body. But he hasn't given us a sermon, okay, or given us uh, anything about what's going on with the with the uh um, issues that's going on at hand, okay? So he here's a running list of the most glaring racist things associated with him, okay? And you'll say, well, sure, we'll sure that we'll be, you know, adding some soon. This is what this one person said uh, in his view of what's going on. Uh, number one, he says he attacked Muslims' gold star parents. Trump's retaliation against the parents of a Muslim U.S. Army officer who died while serving in Iraq was a clear low point in the campaign full of hateful rhetoric. And so there you go. Um, 
um, Khan said, let me ask you, have you ever read the Constitution, the United States Constitution? Uh, this is what he asked of Trump before pulling out a copy of the document from his, po- from his pocket, from his lapel, and holding it up. And he says, I will gladly lend you my copy, okay? And, of course, uh, the gentleman, Mr. Khan's wife, was wearing a Muslim headscarf, stood by his side, you know, during this speech, and she didn't speak, you know. And But in response, here he comes and says that, in, and he sees on, on, on Mr. Khan's silence to, to uh, insinuate that she was forbidden to speak, which was untrue, okay? She wanted her husband to speak. Then you talk about his claim a judge was being, was biased. Because he was a Mexican. He and this man was born here in the United States, but he has a Mexican heritage. Mexican heritage. So Trump thought that was, uh, um, you know, a, a rigged. Okay. Uh, he implied that uh, the federal judge, which was he was presiding over a class action suit for the for-profit uh, Trump University, uh, and stating that it could not fairly hear the case because of his Mexican heritage. And here he says he's a Mexican. Okay, well, hey, if he owes all of us on our on our heritage, boy, where would we be? He says, and he says we're building a wall between here and Mexico. The answer is he is giving us a very unfair ruling, ruling that people can't even believe. So here we go. Okay, um, let's go to the next one. The Justice Department sued his company twice for not renting to African-Americans, to black people. You see, when Trump was serving as the president of his family real estate company, the Trump Management Corporation in 73, the Justice Department sued the company for alleged racial discrimination against black people looking to rent apartments in Brooklyn, Queens, and Staten Island. So there you go. All right, let's go on to the next one, okay? uh, in fact, discrimination against blacks have been a pattern of his career. Workers at Trump's casinos in Atlantic City, New Jersey, have accused him of racism over the years. The New Jersey Casino Control Commission fined the Trump Plaza Hotel and casino $200,000 in 92 because managers would remove African-American card dealers, you know, the card, they're shuffling the cards, at the request of, of a certain big spending gambler. A state appeal, the court upheld the fine, okay? On the first person account uh, of at least one black Trump casino employee in uh, Atlantic City suggests the racism practices were consistent with Trump's personal behavior toward black workers. Uh, for black people, period, okay? Um, and then for him to want to be, uh, uh, get the support of African-Americans now is uh, really, um, you know, out there. I, I look at uh, what's going on with um, some of the churches that are supporting him, uh, you know, and and we have evidence, I don't, but, you know, there have been people who have spoken out that said that uh, these small churches have been paid. Okay, so there you go. That's not a true heart of support. That's a paid support. Okay? Um, But let's move on. Let's move on because then, of course, he is 
so, so against our current president, Barack Obama, which we, I love my president. He's been a great president. Uh, he took on the trillion dollar burden when he took office. And like we'll all say, he was the president of the United States, just not of people of color. Um, but um, he questions whether President Obama was even born in the United States. Here we go, okay? Uh, long before calling Mexicans immigrants criminals and rapists, Trump was a leading proponent of birthism, the racist conspiracy, conspiracy theory that President Barack Obama was not born in the United States and is thus an illegitimate president. Hello, somebody. Trump claimed in 2011 to have spent or to have sent uh, people to Haiti, or to, I'm sorry, to Hawaii to investigate whether Obama was really born there. He insists at the time that the researchers cannot believe what they're finding, okay? And Ob Obama ultimately got the better of Trump releasing his long-form birth certificate and relentlessly mocking the real estate mogul about it at the White House correspondence uh, a dinner one year, okay? But Trump continues to insinuate that the president was not born in this country. So there you go, everybody. Um, then he treats racial groups as monoliths, okay? Like many racist uh, uh, instigators, Trump often uh, answers accusations of bigotry by, by loudly protesting that he actually loves the group in question. But that's just an uncomfortable way to hear this thing, you know, uh, it, because he's still treating all the members of the group, okay? He's still treating all the members of the group, all the individual human beings, as essentially the same and interchangeable. I mean, language is telling here. He says, virtually every time Trump mentions a minority group, he uses the definite article the as in the Hispanics or the Muslims or uh, the blacks, okay? So in that sense, Trump's defense um, and his defensive explanations are of a piece with his slander of minorities. So both rely on uh, essentializing racism and racial and ethnic groups, uh, blurring them into, you know, simple monolithic entities instead of acknowledging that there's as much variety among Muslims and Latinos and Blacks and other people of, of ethnicities as there, as there are among the white people. Okay, and then you have white people who are supporting the people of color as well. Okay, so how did Trump respond to the outrage last year that followed his characterization of, of Mexican uh, immigrants as criminal and racist? Um, he said, "I'll take back, uh, I'll take jobs back from China. I'll take jobs back from Japan." Okay, Trump said, he said this during uh, his visit to Mexico, uh, when he went down into Mexico in July. But the Hispanics are going to get those jobs, and they're going to love Trump. Well, I don't, hmm, wish you want to sit back and say, really? Well, I don't know about that. Okay, so let's go on. Because the Hispanics, another another. A uh, statement would say that the Hispanics are going to get these jobs and they're going to love Trump. Well, how did 
Trump responded to critics of his proposal to ban Muslims from entering the U.S. I'm doing good for the Muslims. This is what Trump said. Many Muslim friends of mine are in agreement with me. Uh, they say, Donald, you brought something up to the fore that is so brilliant and so fantastic. Uh, this sounds like his words. Okay. But you go on and on and on, you know, how uh, he, he's trashed Native Americans, okay, uh, in 93 when Trump wanted to open a casino in Bridgeport, Connecticut, that would compete with one owned by um, the, the, I'm not even going to try to pronounce the name, it's Manchantucket, Manchantucket, Tequat Nation, a local Native American tribe. He told the House of Subcommittee of Native American Affairs that they don't look like Indians to me. They don't look like Indians to me? Excuse me? Okay. All right. Let's move on. All right. And then uh, he encouraged the mob justice that resulted (laughs) in the wrongful imprisonment of the Central Park Five. Wow. Okay. There's so many going on, so much going on here, okay? He condoned the beating of a Black Lives Matter protester, okay? Um, And the list goes on and on. He called supporters who who beat up a homeless Latino man passionate. Really, okay? Um, But, all right, so so we have these uh, that's been said of Trump. Well, how about of Hillary? Okay, because we, we do have to take it to the other side and see what's going on um, about the support of Hillary. Um, but let's see. How about, well, let's go back. Let's go back. Okay. Um, wow. Um, you know. <laughs> I can't even see anything here that's widespread. They say is uh, Hillary bigot. I mean, is she is she against the blacks? Well, you know, there's so many things you can say about that. Okay, um, things that you're not telling us about Hillary. Okay, um, they want to bring up the six things uh, after spending most of the weekend here. They say relaxing. She finally found. Finally got around to reading the 57 page of the FBI support. This is what she said. But then, number one, uh, they've covered these things. And so the, the individual said, so I'll, I'll summarize them at the end and, and begin here. Hillary was telling the truth only uh, about only wanting to, to use one device. Okay. Um, and they're talking about, you know, when she said, well, you know, I did make a mistake. I should have... Uh, uh, separated my personal emails from my work emails. And she, of course, uh, acknowledged that, okay? Uh, one of the supported so-called lies that the email investigation had uncovered is this claim that Hillary had been making since the email um, thing of a jiggy <laughs> had began that she closed, that she closed to, uh, that she chose to use a personal email account so she couldn't have to carry around two devices. Okay, so, you know, hey, there you go. Um, Then, of course, her 
critics had pointed to testimony and other evidence, including uh, the recent release of the FBI report to assert that Hillary was lying when she said that she said this uh, because the FBI found that Hillary used uh, as many as 13 different devices. Eight, whether she was at the State Department, while she was at the State Department. Okay, so there you go. Um, what else? I mean, can we find anything about, you know, her bigotry, uh, how she, is she a racist? Because you hear about so many people saying, hey, you know, Hillary's a racist. Oh, I don't believe her, which she's, you know, she stands for. But there you go. Um, but individuals have their opinions. People, we have our opinions. That's what calls us the United States of America. Uh, support us or don't support us. That is your free will. But, uh, ladies and gentlemen, you're here at T25CL Galaxy Talk Radio here at Roswell's Corner. And I might just go ahead and cut my show a little short here because I know people are watching this debate and what's going on with these candidates. And, of course, followed up by the commentators and those who are, you know, following up with their opinions and how it went. So um, I am Rosalind Jordan Mills here at T25CL Galaxy Talk Radio here at Rosalind's Corner. And look, everybody, get out there and vote. Vote, okay? Because when things go awry or when things go this way and you're not uh, supporting it, did you vote? Did you vote for it? Okay, so look, get out there and vote, okay? So I'm Rosalind Jordan Mill here at T25CL Galaxy Talk Radio here at Rosalind's Corner. I want to wish everyone a safe and good night. Good night, everybody. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.